Hello, I'm Russell from Snapped, and this is the Stories Podcast. This is episode one, and I'll be talking to Dan Knowlton from KPS Digital Marketing, all about how he uses Snapchat Stories. So I'll hand over to Dan now to tell us how he started in marketing and why Snapchat Stories appeal to him. Sure, sure. So I started... Um, I start, I did a business management with marketing degree at Brighton University. So that was three years. And then I learned a lot there. And then when I got out of that, I went straight into a, a management scheme, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, which is really random. But um, but yeah, it was really good. Learned a lot there. And then worked my way up the ranks. And then I, I quit there. And I realized in my spare time, I was just spending so much time kind of looking into and learning about digital marketing. So I read tons and tons of articles on Social Media Examiner and had a really, really big interest in it. So after that, I started KPS Digital Marketing just over a year and a half ago and um, started working with a number of small companies, started doing training and management. And then eventually, you know, what we were doing started to really, really work well. So we started to get bigger clients, worked with um, the local council and then started to win bigger contracts as things went on and you know ended up working with some really big multinational organizations so we've really kind of had a lot of experience working from the ground up from small startups all the way to big big um big organizations and you know it's just something i've really got a passion i've always had a passion for marketing so and snapchat especially i i love the thing about snapchat that i love is the whole kind of one-to-one element. It's a great platform to build one-to-one relationships with other people. Um, unlike other platforms where it's very much kind of an approach where you put content out there to the masses, Snapchat is, you know, the, the messaging element is a great way to actually build really, really strong relation, one-on-one relationships with people rather than just putting a load of content out there and, you know, it just going in front of thousands of people but not actually building those strong relationships. So that's one of the elements of Snapchat that I really, really love. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely helps. Like, do you find that's more from stories that you get it or just messaging people directly? Definitely from stories. One of the things that I do a lot of is I encourage engagement within a story. So whenever I'm talking about things, you know, related to industry news, new strategies, I always want to hear from my audience what they think, you know, have they had any experience in using this strategy? What are their opinions on the new industry updates so I tend to always at the end of a, a new story kind of say to my audience you know what do you think I'd love to hear from you and it's a great tool to um, to, to get research from basically it's, it's a brilliant tool to actually do market research I've done a lot of different research on there so you can can find out lots of different information about what your audience actually thinks because at the end of the day they're the ones that are investing their time in you know watching your content so you want them to be enjoying it and to hear their opinions. So would for those sort of stories then would you plan them in advance or would it just be like when you like find an article that, or like news that you think would be relevant? Yeah, do you know what Russell it's weird because with our clients who are just starting out on Snapchat I always recommend, you know, having a plan, having a clear plan as to what you're going to be the kinds of content you've got for that month and planning out what you're going to be talking about. However, because I've kind of been doing Snapchat for a while now, I I don't, I don't plan, to be honest. I don't plan too much. I um, I tend to read a lot of articles and, and keep up to date with all the latest trends. So when I find something interesting, because I'm consuming so much content, it's easy for me to kind of spare at the moment 
do a story on it or talk about a new feature on Facebook or Snapchat even. So, so yeah, I don't tend to do much planning. I tend to just kind of go with the flow and each day, you know, do what, share the things that I read and um, the things that I find interesting with my audience. That's, that's interesting because would you say that if you like were planning them and stuff, that would take a lot longer than, than now, like over time, did the planning and the actual total time you had spent on a story go down? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's one thing, you know, time is a big, big element and stopping planning helped me free up a lot of time, but I'd only recommend that if you've kind of got experience and you've got used to creating content that, that people like on Snapchat, because if you're just starting out, it's so important to actually plan and invest that time. And then when you start to get used to it, you start to understand what your audience likes, the kind of snaps your audience like, then you can start to maybe do it, reduce the planning time and try and shorten that. And then um, just, you know, crack on with actually creating the content kind of ad hoc. How would you describe your, your style then? So I describe my style as very much informative, value adding and fun. Most of my most of my snaps, I try to provide value by either teaching someone something, showing them something, a strategy to do with digital marketing that I've had success with, talking about new industry updates, so that you know I'm the go-to source for the latest updates on on social media, on digital marketing, content creation, that kind of thing. So so yeah, very much informative and value adding, and I try to be fun, trying to get my personality across as well. Uh, but yeah that's that's kind of my style it definitely does does come across so i watch your stories quite Good. a lot and you can definitely you get a sense as well of of how like the days are going yeah i think that's important as well that element of actually showing people what's going on behind the scenes people nowadays there's so much competition in the market people want to get to know you before they make a purchase decision so actually showing some interesting cool stuff that's happening behind the scenes in the office for example um can kind of get it helps people feel like they know you before they make a purchase decision. And I think that's what people want nowadays, definitely. So with your, your marketing background, how would you define like a, a well-engaged story? Like if you get lots of messages or is it more screenshots? I think screenshots can only provide so much value. I think it's much better to actually encourage people to you know, have an actual conversation with you. And when they do, when you do have that conversation and you get people messaging you, giving you their opinion, don't just, you know, say thanks or that kind of thing. You actually want to start having real conversations with these people and try and encourage people to to ask questions as well so that you can then, you know, provide even more value by actually going into a bit more detail with those people who have asked you questions via the, the message function on Snapchat. Have you tried much with... Instagram stories or have you been mainly looking at Snapchat because it'd be interesting to see in like from your perspective how much they are like different from each other mm. yeah I definitely when Instagram stories came out I obviously definitely you know I had a go with it and uh, but to be honest now I, I stick with Snapchat I um, I I got some good traction with in, with Instagram stories but I still just feel that the Snapchat platform is so much better than than stories. Saying that though, people who have, you know, I don't have a huge, huge following on Instagram, to be honest, but people who do have already have big followings there, 
um, is it's a, definitely a good bet to go on Instagram stories because they'll get a lot more exposure and that kind of thing. But you know, personally, I prefer Snapchat. I prefer um, the filters. You know, I, I, I think that Snapchat always innovate as well. I'm, I've been really impressed with how they're constantly bringing out new, fresh ideas, new features, new functionality, and that's kind of kept me with the platform, to be honest. But only time will tell. Time will tell. You know, which platform comes out on top. So if if you were to speak to someone who is just starting on like Instagram or on Snapchat to actually make stories, mm-hmm. if you had to give them three three tips, what would what would you say? I'd say first tip is definitely understand your audience. Understand the kinds of content that they'd be interested in. So for me, you know, I've grown my audience by um of, of people who are interested in learning how to effectively use digital marketing for their business. So most of my audience are people who re- are really interested in that. So I focus my content around most of my content around providing insights for digital marketing. Whereas for example, uh, my brother does is, is really good on Snapchat. He's called Lloydy Lardy and he, uh, he does really funny entertaining snaps um, which, you know, and that's kind of what he focuses on. But you really need to understand what your audience, what kind of content are they interested in, and then start to start to create content based on that rather than just, you know, having a stab in the dark and not really knowing what to create. So that's my first tip. Second tip is to be consistent. So you need to be consistently sharing snaps and content on Snapchat for people to continue to be interested and not just be consistent but actually try and um, add value as well consistency and, and adding value is really really important because if you have big gaps in between not sharing content people can kind of start to lose interest and the final tip is to this is something like an actual tactic that I've used to help grow grow my audience is to download your snap stories share them on other platforms where you already have leverage of a big audience and then link people back to your profile so I do that quite a lot with on Twitter and on Facebook downloading my story and then sharing it on there saying hey I've just been speaking about this unique thing on snap you know on my snapchat go and check it out um, and one more tip actually one more tip so I'll give you four you've got to think that what people don't what people tend to do on social media is they just share exactly the same content across all the platforms so they don't give anyone a reason to want to follow them on an individual platform so people need to think um you know what unique things are you actually sharing on snapchat to give people a reason to follow you there as well as your other platforms so i tend to share a lot more in detail behind the scenes stuff on snapchat and it's the first place I talk about any, you know, update I found about um, any tools like Facebook or Twitter. I instantly go on Snapchat and tell, you know, give my opinion on it. So you, as a user, you need to think, how are you sharing different, unique content to all the other platforms that you're already sharing content on? I think that's really, really important. Have you seen any, any change after the auto advance um, changes? Um, not yet. Not yet, to be honest. I I think you definitely will, though, eventually. Um, but I think it's a good thing, though. I think it's definitely a good thing because you're not going to be getting uh, people who aren't don't tend to be interested in your stories actually watching your stories. So before, when the auto-advance feature, you people would automatically go to your story when normally they might not actually be interested in it. So now you're actually going to get maybe less people watching your stuff, but it's going to be more of the people that are actually interested and want to view it. So 
I think it's going to be better, but I haven't actually noticed the change yet, but I'm sure I will in the coming weeks. Okay, I completely agree. It's You have a more like engaged audience just because they've chosen mm. to watch you. Definitely. That's what you want because it's not, you know, everyone's always goes on about they want more followers, more likes, more views, that kind of stuff. But unless it's people who actually want to see your stuff, they're not being forced to watch it. You know, it's, it's a bit pointless. What, what do you feel about um, mm. where Snapchat and and Instagram as well, I suppose, is more vertical video. Do you feel that's like changed changed things in any way? Million percent, definitely. It, it just improves the user experience of watching the videos. So rather than like when you go on Facebook and it's you can get really high-end videos professionally shot and you have to, you know, turn the phone sideways. I know it's only a small thing, but I think nowadays people like having a full screen experience it's just the way things are going. And I've even noticed some um, some other marketers, some other big marketers like Gary Vee have been creating full screen videos for things like Facebook as well. So when you click on the video, it actually is the shape of your phone, you know, in a full screen rather than, uh, rather than being kind of lengthways. And I think, yeah, it's just definitely going that way because people want, you know, I personally, I, when I watch videos, I prefer the experience when they're filling the full screen rather than, you, ha- you know, either having to turn the screen or, you know, they're not actually filling the full screen. Definitely. I, c- I completely agree. Again, it's it's completely immersive, isn't it? It's you Even when you turn the screen sideways, hmm. like you say, it feels like a small thing, but you're not as comfortable either. No, I know. It does sound a bit petty, but it's just, you know, when you're used to having your phone up that way the whole time, it's just a better experience. And I think most people will think that as well. Do you feel that the the 10 second time limit helps with that a little bit as well? Yeah, definitely. A while back, a few weeks ago, I went to Snap Happen in London, which was the first ever Snapchat event, which was really, really good. And Shondoras, who's a big Snapchatter, he, um, one of the questions people asked him was, uh, do you, is there anything you don't like about Snapchat? And he was like, in, they asked him, is there anything you don't like about like the experience of using Snapchat? And he said, yeah, he hates everything. It's it's just so difficult to use. There's so many limitations. But he said, which is really interesting, was that's what makes Snapchat amazing as well because it makes it makes you have to be innovate and use different strategies to to you know get your content out there to the right people. It's not easy to to find people on Snapchat and grow your audience. So it kind of filters out the crap so to speak. So it filters out the people who aren't investing the time in creating cool content and sharing it and using effective strategies. And it leaves, you know, people, the people who are, do, you know, really in, investing in this stuff are going right to the top. So, um, so yeah. It's straight to the point, isn't it? It's... Yeah, you don't, yeah, definitely. It, it makes you, one thing I, it makes me condense everything I do so that you're just giving away the vital information that you want rather than um, rather than you know blabbing on no one like everyone's attention is just getting lower and lower nowadays so people want instantly want to know what you're going on about in the video so it makes you instantly you know give away what you're what you're trying to say rather than you know saying a load of fluff and going on and on and on you just have to go straight to the point which is what I love yeah, I think that's my favourite thing about it. Mm, definitely, definitely, yeah. Okay, this is a slightly different question now, but after watching your stories for for quite a while, I've noticed you go to a lot of networking events. Yeah. How would you compare like these events to like the networking you would do on social media and, and Snapchat in particular? 
Sure. So I think that for an effective strategy, marketing strategy in whole, you need to be doing both. So they they definitely differ, obviously, because when you're at a real networking event, you're actually having face-to-face conversations. And on Snapchat, it's all kind of virtual. You can do videos, but it's still not the same. But I think they're both very different ways of networking, but you definitely need both to have an effective strategy rather than just focusing on you know being in the virtual world and doing snaps you need to actually meet these people face to face to really strengthen those relationships because i think relationships can only go so far on snapchat but being when you actually meet someone face to face those relationships can really go a lot further so i definitely think you know you need like a two-pronged approach you need your digital strategy including snapchat but you also need your face-to-face marketing strategy so um yeah so that's like that snap happen event i went to i built some uh, good relationships with some some influencers online on snapchat over the last few months including chris cubby carlos gill shandura some people like that but when i actually went there and met them and you know we chilled there had a beer and had a good chat it really strengthened that relationship and that definitely wouldn't have happened if if you know i just knew them from snapchat so i think it's definitely worth going to live events as well as you know snapping okay so if you were to pick your like top 5 favorite snapchat creators you've mentioned quite a few there but who would be in your your top 5 okay so it's got to be one of them is Chris Cubby. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's a really, really great marketer and he shares loads and loads of great, cool content on business and entrepreneurship on, I think it's at Chris Cubby. Okay. So that's one. Another one, Carlos Gill. He's, uh, he's an American guy and he shares, again, loads of great social media marketing, digital marketing tips and stuff. He was also at Snap Happen, the event I went to, and he's a really, really great guy. Another one is Shonduras. He um he's from America as well and he's worked with big companies like Disney and he creates really fun stories on his Snapchat. He just goes and kind of cool adventures. He does a lot of artwork and uh you know creates some really really great <clears throat> great content to follow. Another one has got to be Gary V. I'm a big big Gary Gary Vaynerchuk fan and he's got some some really great content on there that um, he, he kind of gives you a behind the scenes insight into everything he does. And it's just really great to follow him and learn from him. So I definitely would recommend that. And another one is a Snapchat artist called Geosnap. Uh, G-E-E-O-H-S-N-A-P. He's really great. I met him at Snap Happen as well. And he does this really cool Snapchat art where he he takes photos of random people and then he draws art over them. So it's, that's a bit of a random one, but it's actually really interesting to see some of his stories there. So I'd say they're my top top five. I think that was five. Okay, that's good. I'll add links to all of their accounts in the show notes as well. Perfect. Okay, and the last question, which is, to me, this is the most important one, and you, I think you already mentioned it earlier, but do you save your stories at the moment? Yes. Yeah, so I download my stories, especially if I've done a story which provides a lot of value. Sometimes, some days I'm really busy and I just do kind of a few short snaps um, and a few sto- a few videos within the story. But when I, you know, have like, for example, my snap, the day I was at Snap Happen, that was, you know, I had a long story there with lots of value 
um, shared out. So I downloaded that. And even some of my Snap stories, I create YouTube videos and embed the video on that so that people can um, can see that. So yeah, only my my Snap stories that I consider to be really, really great and really value-adding, I download and, uh, and keep them and share them on other platforms. Okay. Do you feel like YouTube works works quite well for that or are there any things you would like it to to work better for say for vertical videos yeah because with youtube i you know it doesn't fill the whole screen it, it it creates kind of black either side when you upload it to youtube so what i do is i i've created a template where it looks like a phone in the middle of the screen and i put the video within there within my video editing software and then um, kind of put my branding and stuff on the edge but it would be good to to be able to upload it um, so that it, it plays really well on vertical mobile. I guess that'd be a good, definitely a good feature for the future. Okay. Well, I just want to thank you for taking part. It was great to have you on the show. No, thanks for having me, mate. It's been good. It's been interesting. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back again soon. In the meantime, please check out snap.tv to make more of your stories. That's S-N-A-P-P-D dot TV. Thank you.